Welcome to the Zolotech Podcast. This is Episode 7 for January 11th, 2009. CES Wrap-Up. Hi, this is Aaron with Zolotech.com, and today we have along Alan Costa. Hello. So, uh... We're here to talk about mainly CES. We do have a little bit on Macworld. I wanted to get Alan's thought. I know he doesn't care much Woo-hoo! about it. <laughs> I know he doesn't care much about Apple Mac news. Uh, unless it's Unless it's a new piece of hardware. Yes, that's true. Uh, which they released a new piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 17-inch you know, MacBook. With a $3,000 price. <laughs> right, just after tax and all that. Yeah, yes. it's over three grand. So, obviously, a little bit out of the price range of most, or that would even want one that expensive, unless you have to have Mac, no way you would pay that. You get a Mac Pro for that, a nicely equipped Mac Pro. No Blu-ray drive. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, well, at the last, the last uh, event, Steve Jobs himself, I think it was an event or a press meeting or something, uh, had said that Blu-ray is a world of hurt, as far as, that was his quote, I think. I think I remember reading. And and I think he, uh, just because of all the uh, HDCP compliant stuff, so with all that crap, and uh, although I would love to see Blu-ray in there, since it is pretty much the standard, unless they have something else they're thinking, like downloads, which they are. Just uh, a big waste of a big, beautiful screen and a $2,700 yeah. price tag. They, and, and that the rumor is that the Snow Leopard will have Blu-ray integration. Uh, so the problem is, is if you buy a Blu-ray drive right now and you plug it into your Mac, it's just not that easy to get it to play back. You need uh, some some significantly software. special hardware and software and that sort of thing. And although Blu-ray drives are only about a hundred twenty dollars now, something like that. Even less for the yeah. Windows platform. Yeah, so it'll be found as little as ninety dollars. Okay, so newegg.com. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. Okay. Newegg.com. No one's paying us, so if you like, maybe they'll give us some uh, sponsorship. That would be nice. We're the official podcast of newegg.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> maybe someday that'd be nice. I spent tens of thousands of dollars on the website Newegg. <laughs> so <like> a toaster. <clears throat> nice. So uh, anyway. The uh, 17-inch MacBook, the one, the significant thing was their battery. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Well, right, uh, right. They, they showed a video of how they manufactured it, that sort of thing. Uh, they, they claim uh, eight hours on the 9400M, seven hours of battery life on the 9600M. That's the uh, video processor within the MacBook, or the two separate ones. I would say take an hour off that for real, realistically. Usually that's the case with all... <laughs> Battery uh, something like they, that. They estimate best case scenario. Well, they said with Wi-Fi actually. They actually said uh, with Wi-Fi on, this is your battery. With light. Wi-Fi and so nothing else. Screen all the way to the darkest setting. Right. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, still, that's pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive for a seventeen. Sure. The bad part Good is book. you can't take it out. You can't swap the battery. So well, I guess the theory is you don't need to. Right. right. I'm like sure the, it was like the you know. It was like the iPhone, the iPod Touch theory. We give you all the memory right. you need. Yeah. <laughs> you need Flash. Uh, the other thing on top of that, though, is that it will be, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, train of, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, the 
Battery. Battery, yes. Oh, we'll, we'll have four times its life. So you'll be able to cycle the full cycle the battery a thousand times. <clears throat> which I guess they're saying is, you know, over a five-year lifespan, which, which I don't really know. I, I don't really know. Well, I mean, I myself have never hung on to a notebook that long. I know a lot of people have right. hung on to a notebook for three or four years, and the battery is usually the first thing to fail. Right. So, but they do they have a program have a where, charge after that. And, and Apple does have a program where they'll, they will uh, service and replace that as long as it's within their Apple Care. So that's fine, I'm, I'm sure, as long as it's enough battery power. Right? Apple usually rocks out with the warranty. <clears throat> Yeah, I do give them credit. Though. They just repaired uh, my MacBook yes, I heard for four hundred dollars yeah. is what they claim anyway for a uh, combo drive and a cracked top case, and apparently it's all built in. But uh, they replaced the keyboard, the trackpad, and the top just for a little crack in the top of it. I was surprised. I thought it'd just be one little piece, you know. Did they did they put little uh, like little buffer pads in between the lid? I don't and know. The no, no, nothing. Like that in the future? No. And uh, stop apparently... Getting, stop getting so angry and slamming <laughs> your laptop right now. No, it's, I'm actually really really uh, gentle with it for the most part. I mean, it, it sits in my laptop bag, and I guess if there's something in there pressing on it, like this uh, podcast mic, I, I won't put that in there anymore. I don't know. This podcast mic? Microphone. Your, oh, the podcast yeah, mic. Yes, as I put the microphone into the bag. Uh, I guess we won't be doing it that anymore. It is a weighty podcast. It, it is. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, they repaired it. And uh, I have to say I was impressed. 24-hour turnaround. Very good. Yeah, so that was that was the good part. And uh, it was on a day off, so I didn't need my laptop or MacBook here. So, anyway. Uh, Did I, you have an espresso while you waited? Actually... <laughs> there was a Starbucks just outside the oh, Apple store. Imagine that. And uh, in fact, I had to wait in line for about five minutes. Have you seen the Believe new? I, I just have to throw this in here. It's not Starbucks. gadget related. Uh, have you seen the new uh, McDonald's commercial advertising their uh, new cappuccino? I've had it. You've had their new their hot cappuccino. Uh, yes, I've had it. Oh, they have a new commercial that's very neat. It pokes fun at the uh, Starbucks? The Starbucks slash Apple crowd. Oh, I haven't seen <laughs> These that. These guys are sitting at the table in a in a, one of those, you know, uh, very highbrow coffee shops. And one of the guys has a, a soul patch and like a turtleneck sweater or something <laughs> on and glasses. And you could just nice. tell that they're... Uh, they're the Starbucks type. They're the Starbucks type. Apple. I wasn't going to say metrosexual, but, I, you know, they are the... Right. They are the, the Starbucks type. They fit the mold. Well, that's kind of typical. One guy sure. tells the other guy that McDonald's now had, did you know that McDonald's has cappuccino now? And he's, are you kidding me? So the first guy goes, I can finally shave this thing off. <laughs> and the other guy says, I can take off my glasses. They're not even real. I can watch football. I like to watch football. <laughs> I hadn't seen that. That's good. Basically, they're, that's really they're up and out of there. Yeah. I'll anyway, have to look that uh, Mentioning... Uh, Commercials. I, I had to bring this up. The uh, I think the day before, I don't know if you've seen this, but did you see the MacBook uh, click wheel? No. You didn't see that from the Onion. No. <laughs> it's very good. Let me see if I can bring it up. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Um, I think it's. It's too bad. It's, it, it's a video cast. Yes, and it's it was. There it is. Uh, it was <laughs> reported as. Uh, it looks like a real video of, uh, here we go. Now, this is on Hulu, so anybody can watch it, but we'll give you a little sample. Is Bucky 
gadget, the MacBook Wheel, a revolutionary new laptop that does away with the keyboard. Tech Crunch reporter Jeff Tate has more. You know what? Now, I, I saw an article. I, I didn't actually watch the video. Hello to the future of laptop computers. With the MacBook Wheel, Apple has replaced the traditional keyboard with a sleek, touch-sensitive wheel. So, you get the idea. Go ahead and watch it, but... The whole thing is, is the whole point is that would be a great slam for Microsoft to run that as an ad, to uh, say that the Mac followers are being led to the slaughter. Yeah. So, uh, it's really funny. So I thought it was they'd have to they'd have to pay the government to they would. steal their copyright. But it was uh, it I was really funny. Fact, uh, the government probably patented that design. <laughs> Steve Jobs got the ideas, right. and so obviously it's it's a slam at Apple. But it was really funny just because it shows you the onboard key or the on-screen keyboard where you scroll and click each letter. Yes. And it was pretty funny. So, um, as far as is uh, you know, that's what Microsoft really needs to be doing to slam back at Apple. Um, I think Microsoft is doing fine with their new uh, ad campaign. That's yeah, but something humorous like uh, the Mac Switcher ads are are usually funny. Have you so ever known that anyone uh, <coughs> that's associated with the Microsoft Corporation being humorous? Yes, have hilarious. Ever, like, have you ever? What they really need to run for ads is you if you've ever seen. Stitches. It's not there anymore. Um, not really, anyway. If you've ever seen their, generally now they didn't do it this year at CES, and I don't know why. But normally when they I have a big Robbie box. All right, great. Um, so normally what they do at CES is they have internal videos that they make that they show celebrities and they poke fun and it's they're really funny if you've ever seen one. They didn't do it at this year's CES. That's really the uh, the ad campaign they need. They need something good, not this crap. <laughs> Being blunt, yes. So you know, in tr in trying to duplicate the I'm a I'm a Mac I'm a PC ads just doesn't do it. No, I don't think you can duplicate it or counter it without looking like you're you're, you're stealing or desperate. Apple's idea. Or right. yeah. And in Microsoft so, doesn't need to do that. Whoever makes those internal videos needs the to step up. The new ad campaign basically tells uh, it basically says to Apple, you know, yeah, of course your your videos are very creative, your your commercials are very creative, very humorous. That's all great, but they remind you by you know. This I'm a PC, you know, spoken by people all over the world. They remind you that you still have ninety percent market share. That's, that's very true. That's really that's what it's true. saying. And so, scoreboard. Yeah, uh, is basically the the theme of that ad. And I've discussed with you. I think there's going to be a shift as the people that are in college now and going into college are going to. Yeah, so like, I'm not saying ninety percent, but I think right. there will be a shift. And metrosexuality is on the rise. Well, once you start associating the two. Uh, or stop associating with them. Uh, so other other than that laptop announcement at Macworld, there was iLife and iWork. Uh, if you're not familiar with, you know, iWork is their office. Uh, it's it's much more visual visually friendly, and I think it's easier myself, but that's just my personal opinion. And then iLife is just their suite of everything, and they made some really significant improvements, uh, like integration with Facebook and Flickr and that sort of thing. So some really, in places and faces, they copied Picasso. Of uh, Google, if you've used that, interesting. Have you no, used Picasso? I, I uh, on on the Windows side, they just released it for Mac the day before MacWorld, and then they announced the same technology in their iLife suite. So, hmm. yeah, 
So it just is a facial recognition to allow you to tag all your, you know, search and tag all your photos with a specific face automatically. Um, but that's enough for the Mac news for today. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, I was very disappointed about, about the, uh, the lack of a tablet announcement or a uh, I, I was too. A, I was iPod too. tablet announcement. Yeah, I think we'll... Uh, they were saying, oh, I didn't mention this, I have to, uh, since we're back on Mac already. Sure. Um, the uh, the uh, tablet is, uh, you know, everybody's been wanting, I think they may do a, uh, another press concert, conference within a month or two. And the reason oh. I say that is iLife doesn't come out until the end of January. Maybe they'll show off Snow Leopard with that, it's hard to say. Uh, the other thing they need to do is, <clears throat> or they said they're going to do, is not... Excuse me. That's okay. <coughs> Alan's been sick for the past couple of days, so oh, yes, it's okay. Sure. He's getting over his cold and uh, whatever else he had. I'll be okay. Uh, the other thing, too, is with Phil Schiller of Mac, of so, Apple. Phil Schiller. Phil Schiller. Three times, yeah. very fast. And uh, he's the one that gave the keynote. I know you probably didn't watch that either. Uh, I did not. No. But uh, he gave the keynote, and he said... In and off, but I did sign on everybody. his own effect the very same day. I bet you did get the play-by-play. But uh, he, anyway, he he said the reason they're leaving MacWorld because it's their last MacWorld uh, is because they want their own product timeline. They want to, you know, which makes sense. They don't want to have to have something ready in January. The strange thing that came from CES that I don't know if you even knew about is they uh, they're supposedly going to be at next year's CES. That is very interesting. So I don't know if they're going to combine oh. the two or what. But I mean, uh, this year's Macworld is probably an example of why we should move away from it because really there wasn't much news there, and a lot of uh, Apple fans came away very, very disappointed by it. Uh, I don't know if I'd say they're disappointed. They were just their hopes were up for some new product, and they really just gave new software and right. an expected product. Right. So their their significant not upgrade only a lack of hardware. Other than the seventeen-inch MacBook, but uh, but no Snow Leopard, which I think a lot right, of which was like. strange, I thought. Uh, which lends credence to your theory that right. uh, there may be another uh, there may be another press conference soon. And they did that with the iPod thing when they uh, back in September they released the iP new iPods, the new Nano, whatever, and then uh, a month later they released the MacBooks. Yep. So they certainly could do that. It's not out of the realm of what they do, um, and hopefully they do that and. Jobs will be back. And they, should be help. and they should go to CES. It generates a lot of buzz for a lot of companies. In fact, yeah. I was, uh, it's a, obviously a local reference, but our news today had a very long segment on CES and actually showed a lot of products from yeah. CES. And that was, it was Every major news reporter yeah. is there. So There's hundreds of, of thousands of people. Yeah. So. It's pretty big, pretty well known. And um, it's, it's definitely... Uh, well, the nice thing is, is because so many news agencies report, we can sit back and uh, just take a look at the press releases and right. write on them. Exactly. It makes it a lot easier, and uh, especially if you just have the press releases sent to you, that sort of thing. So, so uh, enough of that. We'll, uh, so the other stuff from CES, one thing you pointed out early on, actually, before CES started, were some screenshots of the uh, ASUS ePC, or the e-tablet touchscreen. Yes. So you said you were looking forward to sexy, very, very uh, Mac-like in, Mac. in its appearance. Silver, right? Silver aluminum. <clears throat> actually, I, I believe I thought it's, it was. It's hard to tell from the from the screenshots. It actually looks like it might be white with a with a black face around the LCD. Well, that would fit with uh, with the EPC anyway. <clears throat> so, 
with the theme that they the original, they're white. Yeah, yeah. So if we move into a more <coughs> colorful line now, they have many uh, many uh, metals like they have brushed aluminum and uh, graphite. Like, and they have lots of different. And you see them at Target for sale in places yeah. like that yeah. now. So that's but, pretty neat. Uh, then of course you have you have Asus with their or excuse me Acer with their Dago colors. Yeah. But yes, it uh, looks like it has an interesting interface. Um, it's proprietary. No demos, though, of it yet, right? Um, there is there is a video demo. Uh, ASUS has their, own, their own little video snippet uh, where they show a few seconds of, uh, you know, the POS. It's interesting, to say the least. So will you buy one? remains to be seen. Um, no, probably not. not. Unless the interface is revolutionary. That's because um, you want a Palm Pre. I do want a Palm Pre. Nice segue. Thanks. I have to cough again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Palm Pre yeah, is, was, is the big big news of the show. I would say that is probably the, uh, the device of the show. It seems to be generating the most buzz. And that's good articles. to see. It's good to see Palm come back, I think. It's good to see Sprint come back. I mean, Sprint is yeah. a company that's really you know, hit rock bottom. So, um, in that regard, this could be the device that, that saved Sprint. I mean, just like the iPhone. I mean, it, obviously, AT&T wasn't, wasn't going bankrupt like Sprint, but, um, I mean, the iPhone has been huge for AT&T. I think Sprint has a new CEO, too, that's been really pushing in the WiMAX and they some other has, directions. They they have, they have so, um, it is going to be 3G, I think, worldwide, but I don't know if, I'm, I'm sure that Sprint has the ex exclusivity in the U.S., at least for now. Uh, overseas, imagine, it's going to come out I first, I guess. So, and I would imagine that um, I would imagine that uh, they probably um, it just it seems unlikely that you know uh, Palm could have uh, shopped this this you know new product around to all the different companies, and Sprint would come up in their financial situation, you know, would come up the winner um, unless they mortgaged the farm for it. So right. I have a feeling that that Sprint went to Palm. You know, wanted a Palm device, maybe something that combined, you know, the best aspects of your typical Palm smartphone and, you know, something with a, with a multi-touch uh, touchscreen interface like the iPhone and said, you know, what can you do it for us? And, um, well, Palm has been rumored, through. Palm has been not just rumored, but has been making a new OS for years. Uh, they originally started with their own. I forget the names of them, but this new web OS is Linux-based. Uh, it had something to do uh, with a stone. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Correctly. I can't remember what it is. But they Garnet or yeah, or Garnet. Yeah. Garnet was the original, though I think. <coughs> and then they. But anyway, I think they made an OS. They scrapped it, and then they started all over with this OS. Right. And uh, what they've done so far, um, being an iPhone owner and user, it didn't interest me that much. But as I started, uh, as I watched the videos, and uh, I'm not so crazy about a QWERTY keyboard like most, but uh, the touchscreen one works fine for me for some reason. But um, the QWERTY keyboard is definitely nice for the majority of people that like it. Right. And uh, the also the other thing is, is it's the first uh, interface next or the first touch interface I've seen that is on par with the iPhone. And in ways are probably better, in other ways not, maybe as much. Uh, we were watching a video where it staggered a little bit with music and that sort of thing, but that doesn't mean, uh, as we discussed, that doesn't mean there were like 30 things running in the background right. also. Uh, and until we get a and chance to use it, right. and obviously it's a uh, plus. It's, it's not out. Right. Okay. And uh, I have to say, it's uh, just from looking at it already, it's better than the BlackBerry Storm in my in using a storm. Sure. It's right. other than that 
interesting click touch thing, which is you know the whole screen presses in on the storm. That's interesting. Right. But uh, the interface as a whole, just the aesthetic of the interface, just you know doesn't wow you. Right. Um, yeah. The storm just, is very have that same cool factor. The storm is very industrial, yeah. uh, very uh, functional, and that's it. <laughs> it's not uh, you know Apple is all about style. You know, let's do it, make it easy and do and look good. And that's Palm has done the same thing, and uh, only their own take on it, which is good. And, you know, uh, Apple started with a Linux base; they're using a Linux base. You know, that sort of thing. So, it's, oh, I've uh, always, always loved my uh, my Palm PDAs. They were yeah, fantastic. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I like them too. They were they were always very fast. I always considered them. I know the Newton was out, but I always considered them the uh, Mac of Palms. Because their interface was very simple, it did what you wanted it to do. It was very easy to load programs. It yeah. was it wasn't mobile. Never it was never CE or right. Windows Mobile. Never stuff. crashed. Yeah, it was very stable. Um, and in fact, in one one uh, job, I actually supported it, and it was very easy to fix the problems on it. Just was very functional, like people had actually used it for some time. And supposedly it has a pretty powerful, uh, the Creed Edit has a pretty powerful processor in it. Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, this is the, the device that topples the iPhone, so I can... I don't think we're going to see that. in your face! <laughs> I don't think we're going to see that for a while, just because of the sales figures. There's too many people locked into a two-year contract. This is very true. Um, <laughs> this is very so true. maybe in two years... But then Apple will have something else. But it's well, you know me. I kind of uh, I go back and forth about which phone I want. As sure. you know, my when you can, it's my definitely. favorite phone thus far was the uh, was the E seventy one, the Nokia E seventy one. That was a great phone, but it definitely Nokia's S sixty operating system definitely has some issues. It's not the uh, not the most user friendly uh, operating system in the world. And uh, it's like the Swiss Army knife of phones. I just wanted something that Symbian? Doesn't... You're not a fan? I don't really like Symbian that much. No, you know what? It's a, it, I mean, I have no problems with the performance. I mean, it's a fast interface, but uh, it's just not pretty, and it's just not... Right. It's, just not it's that industrial thing again. Yeah, it's, well, it's just not designed to be very user-friendly. It, it's, it's it's a mix between maybe a Linux and a Windows 98 usability, I, mean, I think. Any, any, a, a lot of people probably will hate me for that statement. I would probably, compare, awesome. it, I would probably compare it to the, the Windows operating system. I mean, where, you know, if you want to get into the, the settings and change something like, you right. know, like your home screen application, right. I've got to go through like nine different menus and, and click 20 times in order to change you know, one of my home screen programs and then what. So, right, but uh, I really liked it for the the QWERTY keyboard. I mean, texting on it was was really easy, and that's why I think the Cree is going to hit it out of the ballpark, so to speak, because it does really seem to, on the surface anyway, combine the best aspects of the iPhone and say something like the BlackBerry. Right. Yeah, I, I think uh, now we have to we, we can't not talk about the Palm Cree without talking about its base station. Yes, the touched oh the puck. The puck. We were told to call it. It's the called puck. the puck. Uh, it's a slant. It's kind of slanted, at maybe a thirty-degree angle. I believe that's probably uh, oriented that way. So if you want to watch a video on it, or, or you know, just so you can uh, you can use it. But know. it is a uh, it's a magnetic base station. Right. It holds the phone in a uh, portrait or landscape mode, yeah. and uh, at the same time, without any plugs, charges it. It's got a conductive back on it, which will be the first. Uh, yeah, which is great. That's great. 
I'd love to see that on any phone. I mean, obviously, the big questions are how long does it take to charge? Uh, conductive's and, been used for quite a while. Right. It's, well, uh, I mean, as far back that I can remember is the Saturn EV1 car. We can. It was conductive. So can, it charged a car, it should charge a device. Sure. Well, the question Fast. is, will it take eight hours to charge the device? I think conductive is just about the same as uh, not, you know regular, yeah. as long as you've got the. As long as the magnets in it are at close proximity, you don't lose any uh, voltage that much. Or you lose some, but a I would bit. imagine that I would imagine that it'll probably be a quality charger if it's sold separately and it's something that maybe costs a hundred dollars or more as oh. an add-on. But if it's included with the phone, I'd have to. It's not expensive to I'd do conductive though, really. It's uh, it's got to be more expensive than a, than your your average run-of-the-mill wall charger. Probably, yeah, probably. Like quite a bit, I would imagine. But maybe they'll offer a package. Now, they're saying $200, $250 with probably a two-year contract. There's no release date yet other than first quarter, first quarter which is fairly soon. Um, I would rather pay $250 with that charger. charger sure. Yeah, I'd happily pay that much. I can't see that type of charger costing. I don't. I personally would forego the charger if it was $100. If it was $50, I would shell out $50 I to get it. With you, yeah. So I would say fifty is a good ch price if they're not going to include it, of course just because it's unique. It is unique. Yeah. It is very unique. And uh, but there's still a lot of question marks. Obviously, um, you know, not too many people have been hands-on with the operating system. It's, right. The specs on paper look really good. You know, it's got a pretty decent screen, a three-inch. Right. And as we were watching <clears> the video, uh, it was really smooth in some areas. Other areas, it was just uh, we don't know if it's the user. Oddly enough, um, some some of the the earlier videos that were shown of it, um, they, they were obviously using uh, different aspects of the operating system, but there really wasn't much lag in those videos. So, honestly, that was th th those videos were uh, you know were probably uh, uh, designed for advertisement, whereas right. the one you know we, they were getting a hands-on, real-world demonstration of it. So I would imagine it's probably just not you know ready for prime time. Probably some work that's done. Well, as long as it's better than the, like the scrolling in the uh, BlackBerry Storm is just not very good. It's, and that's one thing that would concern me with it. Uh, I'm not sure what kind of touchscreen technology they're using. Um, they're I'm, capacitive or whatever they're using. You I know, believe but, it's capacitive. But, but uh, there's no stylus. There's no stylus. <laughs> this is needed. a bummer. No stylus needed. <laughs> I love the uh, There are capacitive styli. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can buy now. So if you must have that geeky stylus. I'm a, well, you know me. I don't like to touch my screen. I'll just wipe it off. <laughs> Although, that's another thing that, that you know, almost seems like the pre was designed for me because I um, I really need that. Why do I look at the microphone when I do that? Um, <laughs> you love <laughs> that's because it has the it has the real QWERTY keyboard and it actually has uh, an area beneath the, the main portion of the screen where, you know, you can do all your, your multi-touch gestures. So you don't actually have to touch the portion of the screen where you view your content. Just a little bit you do, but right. the lower, the lower, the lower uh, portion, corner. Right. But it keeps, you know, keeps fingerprints off the, you know, the center of the screen where they're most distracting. But I think uh, most importantly, even though the phone is cool, it would be great to keep Palm alive. Uh, they split a while back, uh, one into the one hardware, one software, and I don't know exactly how this is being done, but. Whatever it is, they it looks like it's probably going to resurrect Palm, is and especially if they can keep this momentum going with new devices. We all thought the folio was the end of Palm by that yeah. debacle. Yeah, yeah. 
the Palm Centro and those sort of things, just uh, they, they're not enough to pique the interest of the mass majority. Yeah, they, they've got their niche. You know, those that walk into a, uh, except for the people that follow tech like you and I, that sort of stuff, or that sort of people, uh, you're going to walk in and you're going to see that in an AT&T store and say, oh, what is this? And then buy a Palm Centro. The Palm Pre, people are going to know about, like, the storm. And they're going to line up probably. Yes, I'm and, sure there'll be quite a beefy advertising yeah. campaign. And there's going to be, they'll be sold on eBay the first day for $1,000. Probably unlocked. Uh, the pre, or the, the uh, storm was going for 700 on day one. So my brother uh, was actually looking to try and get one to sell, and he was unsuccessful. They were sold out. Bummer. But that's just as well, unfortunately. You know, someone got one at least, as long as you're not selling it again. Um, so, so bottom line, Saxon. Yeah, and it would be neat. the other thing that's part of the unanswered question. I'd love to know if through that capacitive charging, can you transfer as well, and can you transfer with USB three? <laughs> well, on that last part, that would be a definite no. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to be that far ahead of the game. Well, you never know. Um, it's already a standard. As far as the as far as the data transfer, I doubt it. I mean, right. Uh, I, I doubt it too. But I it'd just be don't great. think they can. I mean, it's, pro it's probably but think not of the something... speed with USB three. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be quite nice, but uh, I just don't really. Yeah, think I don't that, see that. Uh, they could they could offer the uh, the charger at any kind of value if it uh, if it could perform like that. Right. Well, as moving on into the USB realm, USB, USB, uh, three is going to be fully compa backward compatible. We knew this for the most part. We knew it would be backward compatible uh, with two, but uh, I haven't heard it so recently that it was going to be backward compatible with one. That's it, pretty impressive. Right. It's backward compatible with all those, the uh, same type of jack. Um, and I guess what we've read recently is that they're going to uh, start making devices such as hard drive enclosures with USB 3 and wait for uh, PC and laptop manufacturers to catch up. So... That's a great way to do it. Uh, that way you can use whatever you've got, and then when you get the new hardware, it'll work. I guess the only thing that's compatible right now is a uh, PCI Express card. So if you have a Mac Pro, you can use that, uh, or other laptop with that in there. Nice, and Mac yeah. people don't get left out in the cold. Right, yeah. Firewire went away. Well, not completely. But not completely, but um, it is. Slowly being figured right. out. Yeah, unless they come out with something that blows that away. But we're really at the speed where we're waiting for hard drives to catch up now, as opposed to the connection being slower than the hard drive transfer. So we were reading U.S. speed goes up to 500 meg megabytes per second. Uh, not megabits, megabytes. Um, and currently I think the test said only their hard drive tests only go to 75 or 85 megabytes per second. So the capability there's... Uh, incredible, especially if flash RAM catches up. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine how fast that's going to be. Sure yeah. So that's, you know, great for HD video. But the problem is now we need like 50 processors to handle all that, right. <laughs> to handle all we're, the content. We're getting there. We are getting there, but uh, it, that's pretty amazing when you think of the well, days of, you know, a 50 meg hard drive was massive. So, yeah. uh, Oh, another thing I didn't I didn't mention here, but uh, new solid state or not solid straight state uh, secure digital card up to two terabyte. Nice. That's incredible too. That is incredible, considering it's hard to find a, a 
regular hard drive that goes up to two terabyte. In fact, is there even one available at two terabyte drive? Uh, I think there there's is. a few, but they're not. Like I was telling you earlier today, there's a Best Buy had of one of those Seagate Free Agent external drives, one twenty nine. For one, uh, for one terabyte, so you know that used to be a four hundred dollar drive, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so you know it's probably in the three four hundred dollar range. You get a two terabyte, uh, but, the, but a two terabyte, but two terabyte flash memory is just insane. I mean, yeah, really, uh, once you get a hold of you know one of those memory and those sticks, are three hundred megs a second you, transfer. You're talking about all of your storage needs right there on a on a, on card a single card, right? smaller than a stick of gum. It's in pretty. I had made a comment on Zolotech, which you told me you, re you agreed that uh, I think I you're going to see you did uh, that you were going to <laughs> no you're going to see the uh, Blu-ray go away or optical drives probably to forego. Uh, we didn't agree on. I was saying maybe to replace. I, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we, I, I was saying that you could replace your entire uh, library of DVDs in the spot of two DVDs with the size of a SD right. card. I, I agree that it's a good idea. I would like to see it. However, yeah. I don't. I don't think they're going to move in that direction. Uh, I guess it depends how much. I think you'll see move uh, move towards dig digital or downloadable. Not when it comes to mainstream media, people just like their 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 discs. They just like their. I think their, as long as it comes in a nice case that's like a physical media, and you pull well, out a card like a DS card, for example, a DS game card. Yeah, I think as long as it's a, a physical medium, I think it'll work. I think in the minds of the average consumer, when they see it, when they see a disc, yeah. it's so round and flat and shiny, it 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 it, it tells them, you know, future high tech. You know, this is this is today's technology. When you look at you know a little plastic card, I think it just it just has a feeling and a just aesthetic of low tech. It doesn't matter what technology is inside. So make it shiny. They have to figure out a way to make it shiny. Very well said. Very so, well said. It just doesn't. It just doesn't look or seem to the to the layman as being very high tech. Yeah. Even if it might be, and that's the problem. People love yeah. their. I think. Well, you've got love to their jewel of, cases. Do you do you buy a more expensive Blu-ray drive that can hold a higher capacity? You know, whatever the next standard is, or do you stick with uh, memory technology and just increase the memory and already have all the media to play it to begin with? So. Uh, from a hardware perspective, you could certainly, with the size of an SD chip or a mini SD card, you could have a movie player the size of, Which I don't just, know, a, a, a less than a, uh, probably less than the size of a DS, a, a Nintendo DS. Well, just imagine the, the, the universality. Is that a word? Universality? <laughs> just ima imagine, you know, right. having one piece of media... To go around, like for example, you know, let's say you had, in theory, this this two terabyte memory stick, and you would right. take that memory stick, and you would like say pop it into your phone, and you would have your music and your video and whatever else you'd store on that. Right. But then you would take it out, and let's say you know your uh, your Xbox 720 game console, uh, you know, supports that flash memory standard, and you could take it to you know. The, the GameStop in the mall, and they'll you know put it into the machine. This was what you were talking about. Yes, this about. was my idea. And yeah. they'll and, and they'll load you know and they'll load the game on it. You basically take it to the mall and they'll stick it in their game station and they'll load the game that you purchase on it with you know some kind of obviously they'll have to have uh, you know like some sort of DRM right. technology to uh, to protect. I the was software. I was saying for the next Xbox, you go you sign in with your gamer tag from your Xbox at a local game store. 
uh, this is assuming you can't just download it through the internet. Uh, you sign in with your gamer tag, they download the game to it, it ties it to it, and then you go home and you play your game. You pay your $30, $50 for your game. And I think it's happy. a fantastic idea. I'd love to have one piece of media that can move from device to device to device right. and have a standard I, format with a nearly, you know, limitless storage. Well, you know, right, as of right now, even, uh, a PlayStation 3, as if you, depending on which version you have, I have the old 60-gig version, uh, has an SD slot in it. You know, that's backward compatible. So uh, a Blu-ray goes up to 50 gigs, or I have my 40-gig or 50-gig SD card. Right. You know, the movie's really only about 15 gigs of right. that 40 gigs. Or 50 gigs. and uh, Excuse me. <coughs> sure. Thank you. I hope you recover soon. I will. Uh, but, you know, you, you've got an SD card. So say you have a 50 gig SD card and you have a full HD movie on there at 15 gigs that you own, that you own or you bought or rented right. or however that would work. You could still plug it into a PS3 and play HD off it right Absolutely. now. So, you know, why not use a standard? Like you said, they'd have to make it shiny. Yes. Or I said, but you implied uh but you need you know if as long as maybe you can put an aluminum face on it or something yeah, I, don't I mean know. it just it, it wouldn't take much but, i mean just some clever marketing yeah. I mean, just like slot uh, slot music your mother's um, a slot stop <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know that's from beavis and butt <laughs> <laughs> one of your from favorite, back in one the, of yes. your favorite quotes yes you're yes. a bad uh, so <laughs> anyway the um uh, these I can't even think. Uh, the, the slot, the uh, slot media is music that's supposed to be out. I've been looking for it, uh, like at Best Buy, that you can just plug into your cell phone and have your whole song. And it's DRM, but it's yours. And um, it's actually well, I think it's DRM somehow, but you can actually move it from from uh, you know whatever you want. So maybe it's not DRM. Well, as you know, they've they've they've, they've tried. Uh pushing this, uh, you know, certain movie releases. They've had a few movies right. come out on uh, on flash memory. Oh, that's right, buy, yeah. Ghostbusters you, is one yeah, of them, you yeah. Buy the, you buy the memory card, and they give you a free movie on it. That's right. why you load it on there. Yeah. And the idea just isn't clicking with people, just because it's such a... It's a I mean, it, you, you, it's, it's, it's something you need. It's like a utility, you know. You need memory for your phone, or you can't store stuff on it. Yeah. You need memory for your camera, or you can't store stuff on it. People would rather not use it, but you have to. Well, I think but it's going to. It's just not a sexy. It's just not a sexy piece of kit. <laughs> right. I don't think it's going to take a while to get to. Uh, the, the problem is too. Right. Like today, for example, I bought a four gig SD card for twelve dollars at Best Buy. That's four gigs to get an HD movie. You're going to need fifteen gigs, and that's just the cost of the card. Right. So. It's got to come to a point where a terabyte SD card is five dollars, ten dollars, and then and it probably will down the road. Well, I mean, but, with this announcement, right? Know, with a two terabyte SD card, it's going to get to that point. Well, I mean, think about it. This is just this is just a theoretical limit of the tech technology. Right. Would be two terabytes. Obviously, we're not going to see a two terabyte card, you know, within, Tomorrow. within three months. Right. But, uh, more, but right yeah. now, your your flash memory is topping out at what? The flash memory is topping out at uh, 64 gigabytes, I believe, right now is the, is the biggest one that's available. I'm not sure. And uh, so you know, the question is... You know, Let us check and see what they have. New technology um, 
uh, emerges, you know, what are we looking at as a starting point? Are we looking at just, you know, the standard rate of progression? You know, is it going to be 120 gigabyte card released at first, or you know, are we going to get right up into big monster, like a 500 gigabyte uh, flash memory card? There's five gigs for, uh, well, that's five. You were saying 64, right? There's a six. I'm lo just looking at Newegg. Um, I'm not really sure. Largest SD card available. Well, I know that 30 gigabytes is available. I've looked at them many times. Yeah, I've it's seen. I, I, I think they top out at 64. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I can't, I can't really find that. There's, you know, you see eight everywhere, but uh, I'm not really sure. Yeah, Samsung has 32 and 64. Well, that's compact flash. I'm sure there's, uh, there'll be some out there. But, well, I know 32 gigabyte cards are very, very pricey. Yeah. But um, but considering you know just a year ago, eight gigabyte cards were that pricey, and now you can get an eight gigabyte card for what three almost? Uh, eight. The cost I think of shipping. Thirty dollars at Best Buy, but if you go online, yeah, oh, very no, cheap. Very ten dollars. Yeah. I paid twelve, and I felt like com. I paid. <laughs> I paid twelve for a. Uh, I felt it was kind of expensive, actually, for a 4-gig card, uh, and that was buying it at Best Buy. Oh, in stores, yes. Yeah. Flash memory in stores is very uh, expensive. But that was I the cheapest thing. I paid $20 for a 2-gigabyte memory card at Walmart, of all places. Yeah. 2-gigabyte, that's like, that's like, UN will pay you to take a 2-gigabyte <laughs> memory card off their hands. So, <clears throat> by the way, if we mention, I have a theory, if we mention UN enough in the podcast every week, yeah. they will sponsor us. Uh, I would think we'll that I would think that we would need some serious amount of listeners before they think it beneficial. Well, we've got like two right now, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you and I. We're getting there. That's I, I know of one other. Thank you, Eric. I have to give you a oh, shout Eric. out. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, that's you know as far as memory. Uh, memories. Yes. Memories. Um, what do we got? Yeah, I don't know. There's not really... I mean, there's a bunch of... Oh, you mentioned Sony 3D. Yeah, Sony had some 3D technology. They haven't announced anything. There's no, like, imminent release. They're just... They, they you know, supposedly were showing what they could do if they decided to move into the 3D... Uh, like their flexible, 3D. flexible o, uh, OL, or, uh, OLED. Yeah. Uh, which was neat. Yeah. I thought it was They're getting pretty, bigger. Pretty yeah. I, I think it's a neat concept. I just don't know how... How practical it is because it just flexible. You mean? Well, it just seems like it. it, it it's obviously it's. If you need to, to rack see your... a flat screen, I mean, obviously it has some applications when it gets truly flexible. Like, you know, I can fold it up and stick it in my pocket. But right. I mean, the where the where we're just talking about curved displays. I just don't see how those are very practical. That's bad, yeah. I think they're just proving their technology, but it looks cool though. Unless <laughs> yes, unless they uh, turned it into. Um, holographic or something right. by able by being able to flex right. the who knows but that's just me hoping i could have uh you standing in my living room <laughs> via camera or something no. oh, scary. <laughs> yeah um so i can visit your room at three in the morning and, and wake you we up for this podcast there. I knew we were going there. but uh anyway I'll have windows seven windows windows seven yes. uh i played around with the beta i know you have a little bit what do you think yeah. Uh, I liked it. Uh, pretty fast. 
Um, how about compared to, well, compared to Vista, it's obviously faster. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, let's just compare it to my first experience with Vista. Yeah, it was like a night and day difference. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it's, it's No very, annoying user access control. Right. I do, it it I do, asked you once. Right, which is, well, I, I turned that off within five minutes of installing this. I couldn't stand that. So Yeah, there's no reason to it turn is, it off now because it's not a, right. it's like a Mac. It asks you once and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what that's it should good. be. I, I like I like I like the, what they did with the uh, with the um, uh, the minimized screen icons on the toolbar at the bottom. Um, the colors, the, the different colors, yeah, and the way yeah. that uh, now that's not a default setting. Well, the colors are, but uh, I changed it on yours actually. The uh, they they double like, as uh, progress bars. I thought that was kind yeah, of neat. that's and that's then, good. Yeah, and then not not only is functional. I mean, it's not. It's not accomplishing nothing. It's actually doing something practical, which is right. giving you information without having you know to open another screen. Yeah, it's also it's also pretty pretty good. They need to make that the default with a little bit more information. I, I agree. Uh, the original setup is just little blocks of the icon of the program. So you have the right. E for Internet Explorer. Yep. If you mouse over that, it shows you your open Internet Explorer windows, which just isn't right. functional really that well. It it looks nice, but it's not very. Well, I, it's space saving, I guess. But yeah. but uh, when you expand that, it's good. But um, the better thing, I think, is it's unique. It's definitely Windows. Yeah. It's unique and looks good on the level of, say, Mac OS X. Right. Well, it's it's Windows. Right. However, it's it's only Windows that that feels like a real like step into the twenty first century. It's, it Windows, feels like someone's used it. Too. I mean, I know they were. <laughs> I know Vista. What they were shooting for something that you know was, uh, you know, much more. Um, I guess we could say you know OSX like, right. but something that was much more you know futuristic looking. Secure. Well, obviously. With the user access control. They were just looking, you know, for something pretty, you know, something that's right. aesthetically pleasing, and they didn't achieve that with Vista. I didn't think. Right. I didn't find Arrow to be very. It didn't accomplish enough to distinguish it from from XB. It was right. like a. They it was made the like, button round and it, removed the word right. start. It reminded <laughs> me. It honestly reminded me of the old Windows Millennium Active Desktop and the yeah. and the Active Desktop theme that you could apply. Uh, that that's really and all and those was. people, those poor people that paid extra for the Ultimate Edition, uh, yeah. they got. Dreamscape. Yeah. <laughs> they got <her laughs> <that's>, Yes, <laughs> they've got to have changing desktop backgrounds right. that move. I mean, yeah. that's that was which are plug add-ons that you could get for uh, for the other versions anyway, so in one form or another. Right, and uh, you know, so there's really they really need to now when you load the beta, it says Windows Seven Ultimate. Right. Now I don't know which versions there's going to be, but one thing. They probably aren't going to do this, but it would be really wise in order to... The reason you don't see as much pirated Mac software is the price is right, The and there's no keys. You just are trusted that this is what you're going to do. If you don't, you don't. But it's expected that, you know, you're not going to pirate the software. With Windows, you've got all these things blocking you, and then you're charging $300 retail for an operating system. OS ten is... I think 149 when it came out, you can get it for a hundred dollars, brand new, right. not OEM, just brand new, and that's that. You charge a hundred dollars, people will buy it legally. Well, Microsoft to avoid the crap. Microsoft, I think, has a sort of a proven model, you know, with with the, the multi-tiered 
they have a model for operating system because there are people who kind of like hardware there's the people that must have the latest processor must have the latest video card yes must have you know if you know something motherboard comes out that supports 100 gigabytes of memory there's going to be somebody who's going to want to pay ten thousand dollars to have 100 gigabytes of memory well people want to have yes but they want to i don't think the last model was the way to go I think what you have is, what they did in the past was the right thing. And I've heard this mentioned before on other podcasts and things. Because I think um, I think you need a business version and you need a home user version and that's it. And that's actually what Apple has of XServe. It's not really a business version, but it's a business application. But anyway, so you have a home user version and you have a business version. A business version would eliminate all the extra fluff, you know, like games and all that stuff. And then the home version would have the nice stuff. Well, why not a pay-to-play model like you know some of these, uh, like some of these new uh, like gaming models where they, the game is free, but you know let's say you want to buy it, kind of like the like the Xbox uh, 360 avatars. Sure. If you, you you get your basic average of the mill avatar, and if you want to you know put a pink dress on it, you pay for the pink dress. Right. Windows could uh, could follow the same model. You know, if you it could want, charge a lot less. Right, if yes. you want function, you buy that. You buy one for everybody buys one version. If you want, you know, an add-on that say, you know, adds a theme to Windows or you know, like an arrow type interface to Windows, you pay for it. If you don't want it, you don't pay for it. Well, I think the people would benefit too if they had, you know, you have the hardware to run it. Uh, Vista did some of this too, uh, but it, it seems to be it either looks nicer and seems to run a little bit better with Windows Seven when you uh, install it. It checks your video performance. It actually installed your video card immediately and mine, um, its own drivers. Now that might yeah, not... I was actually shocked yeah. because that video card it's an old video is card. only supported yeah. by uh, the manufacturer PowerColor. API doesn't even support it, even though it's an API chipset. So and it's got tons of problems with the PowerColor driver. So I was shocked. Yeah. So it, it just installed it, optimized the video for the performance of the machine. Right. So uh, I think that was a 1.8 gigahertz with. A gig and a half of RAM? 1.9. 1.9. With a gig and a half of RAM. An XP2600, yeah. Uh, yep. With a gig and a half of RAM <laughs> and uh, an HD, what video card was it? Uh, an HD2600 Pro. So it's Go not anything HD that's, card. it's not an amazingly fast machine, but it ran fairly well. Yeah, it did. Uh, and all the arrow features were enabled. I have to admit, though, um, because obviously we can tell people uh, about the sound card. We don't want to. We don't want to juice it up too much. It wasn't perfect. It could right. not find the driver for my sound card. But and Vista couldn't with, either. It's an unsupported card now. Well, um, it works. In, it does work in Vista. It, it, it didn't work in Windows 7. Well, so. the, the thing is, is drivers come from the manufacturer, too. Right. So it's a Turtle Beach sound card, and if you know their stuff, they make quality sound devices still. They uh, do not make quality drivers. They're notorious <laughs> for their bad drivers. And they're notorious for for moving on and, and not right. supporting legacy products. You know, so like it's really after they it's not necessarily a, a Microsoft fault issue here, but it would be nice to easily get something. Oh, it's definitely game. not Microsoft's fault. I just you know I didn't want to as much as I would like to blame miracles. Yes, so but anyway, uh, because you know I, it, the the uh, Turtle Beach driver would not work, as you know, I I reverted back to XP on it, and so. By doing so, I got to play with Windows 7, you know, for quite a while, and then immediately go back to XP. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't go as far as saying, although obviously it's beta and XP is, you know, greatly refined with 
with Service Pack 3. Right. So, uh, but going back to the XP, I would say that it's about the equivalent of XP. Speed-wise. As far as speed is concerned, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's about the same. Which is, from my which is impressive. Yeah. You know, some people, you know, I've heard people say it's faster than XP. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I guess it but, probably depends on the hardware and that sort of thing. I don't know. Right, true. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, as far as my experience, I've only well, I have I've run it on my home PC, uh, doing an upgrade. I've also ran it uh, in a virtual machine on Mac using VMware Fusion, and I have XP in the same thing. Now it uses more RAM generally on my home computer, uh, but it uses the RAM available, so that's good uh, to speed up the the experience. So I now I'm not running any virus programs. I hate those. If I just assume reformat, then run a program that slows my computer down. Um, well, I should also note that, that uh, you know, I'm doing a direct comparison to you know, Windows XP running AVG in the background. So, you know, Are you really? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. well, AVG is a you know, very, very clean and has its small footprint that doesn't take many system sources. But, right. But yeah, I would say the fact that uh, the fact that it's beta and the right. fact that it's you know it's that much faster than Windows it's pretty much done except that I guess there was one bug that they patched already but you have to download the patch uh, it's an MP3 format I heard this on a podcast yesterday I was listening to on uh, Windows Weekly I listen to that every week and uh, they Windows. were saying Windows Weekly, Windows Weekly. <laughs> and uh, they were saying that uh, or Paul Thurot rather who's the guy there uh, he was saying uh, the original bug was an MP3 bug where I think it throws something on the front of the file and like can corrupt your entire MP3 library. Nice. So uh, they have patched that. So if you do upgrade to Windows 7, uh, you want to do the updates yeah, before you updates. do anything. Yeah. And uh, the key is good until August 1st. And then you're done. And then you'll have to buy it. So uh, that's a good amount of time as long as you're not planning on keeping it, you know, on the beta, the beta. Uh, that's a new one. The beta, it's the English way. It's Is a, it? Yeah, it's the UK way. It's a, it's a beta. I don't think I've seen. I, you I haven't heard, heard that. that no. Yeah, it's a beta. I've heard. Um, I've heard the kit. The kit. And the yeah. Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. Um, and the Mazda. Mazda, right? Yeah. Our our UK yeah. synonyms. Yeah, they. Uh, it's when you're uh, you have a nice piece of kit and you're running the beta. Um, yeah, so for Windows, that's good for Windows. Yeah, that's good for Windows. Um, I, I'd have to say that, honestly, I wouldn't say Windows 7 is a bad, but, you know, no. so far, as long as, if they refine it even further from this, this beta, uh, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be in the right direction, and hopefully it'll revive that bad Vista look. Uh, no, I think that... You know, uh, and we can see what next... Apple has to throw at them, you know. I'd like to see what Snow Leopard has to say, we're one-upping you again. or Because OS X hasn't changed significantly, like you say. Uh, really, other than, you know, there's a dock and right. it looks the same. Just They've just given it more eye candy or time right. machine and that sort of thing. Which I like. I like that model. Right. I wish I wish Microsoft would follow suit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, what they actually did is, with XP, XP was a con conglomeration of stuff put together over and over. Vista, they split all that out and compartmentalized uh, the operating system, which is the way to go. That's, you know, the way Linux and OS X, all right. those work. And uh, that way you can pull out certain components easily instead of making sure it works with everything. So uh, that's what Vista was really all about. And Windows 7 is just a refinement of that same model. So originally, uh, 
uh, Vista was supposed to use HFS file, or not HFS, HFS, that's, uh, that's <laughs> no, not NTFS, uh, WinFS was a model. They were supposed to use a new uh, file system with a whole different uh, theory in the way it worked. They didn't have the time to get it running right, and they had some issues with it, but that model is still being built for future operating systems. Maybe Azure. No, I don't. Th I don't think it's in that actually. But Windows Azure is a whole other thing, which they didn't even mention at the right. CES. Strangely, <clears throat> they didn't mention um, well I mean, anything that Windows was, Seven you know, hasn't even been released yet. So maybe the idea is not to steal its thunder. Well, the right and the in the public beta is available. And if you look at the original timeline, I think you're going to see uh, Windows Seven available to manufacture by June, or June July. Well, oh, not actually, June July. Well, I'm hoping for an OEM version. Summer. Yeah, I think I will, you'll see that. I will be purchasing. Yeah, I think I'll probably I'll tell get y'all right now. I will be purchasing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna load it on my new Core i7. I think. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, what socket is that? Uh, the Core i7. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what socket the Core i7. I wonder if I can. Is. I have an ECS mother. Look it up on Newegg right now. Uh, <laughs> you really want to get Newegg as a sponsor so you can have free gadgets? I, really I just want to. Uh, Newegg is a uh, sponsor. Actually, they have they run ads on my site. Uh, they're, they've accepted me for their ads, so I run those ads. I just haven't gotten any money off of those ads. So if you would click them, darn it, people, <laughs> yeah, not just click. If you buy, if you really want to buy something, you have to buy something before it even shows me. I mean, I mean, I, I might get two dollars if you right. buy something. I mean, not, not it's not a whole lot, yeah. but it's like uh, it depends on what you buy and that Mostly sort of thing. I do so. this podcast, so I don't have to. That's true. Uh, nobody has to click my ads. Uh, I'm not supposed to even advertise them. Click my ads. So yeah, if you just type in Core i7. Oh right, there, yeah, yeah. I uh, Space I, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, it's uh, LGA 1366. Oh, son of a! <laughs> I have to buy a new motherboard. Well, you thought maybe it would use the LGA 775. Yeah, I was hoping. I didn't. Assume, you know, it's got a fast front side bus, so I thought maybe. Uh, what front side bus is this? 1366, so it's up even since. All right. Well, we'll have to get get me one of them Core i7s. I'm going to get me one of those Core i7s. <laughs> and no offense if anyone from the South is listening to this. I'm Did sorry. Did you just I'm do sorry. that? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's okay. But uh, you can make fun of us. Know, us uh, I only know one, one person in the South, and I know she's not listening. Okay. Well, we can, uh, you know, it's, you can make fun of us. We're in the, I'm sure we sound funny to you. We do. Probably. Winders. Winders. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, the, the, they're a bit pricey right now, those Core i7. They're pricey, but uh, very fast. They're, 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 uh, compared to the uh, the Core 2 Duos, they're, uh, they're supposed to be. I want a G6. A G6. Instead of a G5. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, Oh well, since we've really, we've really gone off, on we've gone on. We have, we have, but that makes really for uh, an entertaining time of this fifty-eight minutes we've been spending. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, we can, we can build a computer, Bob. Do a uh, a giveaway? Uh, Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could do a video cast of a, of sure. a computer build. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Put some high-tech stuff in it. See how it runs with Windows. With Windows Seven. We could uh, do a comparison. We could uh, load it on one hard drive. I have an extra one. We could try it with Windows XP. Windows 7. See what the comparison is. Sure. have a race. No, all you have to do is buy that computer. I'll race you to the interweb. All right. All right. Uh, 
before we go, do we have any? Did we? We must have missed something. Uh, we missed a few things, but they're really not that relevant. We talked about the interesting stuff. I, I see something that says Xbox in there. What was Xbox? Well, that's mean? what I was going to get into. The IPTV. Oh, uh, oh I I'm just hoping it comes because no, I like it. But you know. I, I, I gave up on that. <laughs> yeah, me too. They dashed my hopes last fall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, not last fall because it's the new year now. The fall <laughs> before last fall. Um. Yeah, they. I had hoped for IPTV a long time ago, and it didn't really catch on. They've tried it. They had their own boxes a long time ago, too. And that's, um, you know, uses your Xbox as basically a cable box where they send content over it. And then you can use it as a DVR, that sort right. of thing. So, well, that might actually have been the stumbling block, is uh, yeah. just how inelegant the solution it would be for, for DVR. It's a loud solution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the big downfall of the Xbox is the noise. Supposedly the new uh, the new processor or processor. Uh, well, I, 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 have an OV, I have an Elite, and it's uh, it's about the one three three seven. Yes, the Elite one three three seven. I have an Elite, and it's twice as quiet as my 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 first premium. Really? So uh, it is pretty quiet compared to the, the old the, premium. The Elite is the Elite. I wonder the if you have a Jasper in it. Is it it's might, brand new. Isn't I it? might have a Jasper. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. And, you know, I actually bought it used, but yeah, you know, for all I know, it's interesting. Interesting. So the uh, eBay one never panned out. No, this is the one from eBay. This oh, is, is it the amazing yes, this deal? Is, this is the amazing deal. You just never got communicated about. Well, I had asked for my money back because a week passed with no with no shipping. Right. And so I emailed them and said, you know, if this doesn't ship by the end of business today, you know, please refund my money. I was very nice, but I just said, please refund my money. And uh, they shipped it the next day. They never replied. They just shipped it the next day. The next day, I got a shipping confirmation. Oh, uh, huh. well, and whatever works. And then it came in two days. And then it was two day delivery. So well, it was acceptable. good. It just it just took them. It took them a full five business days. To Maybe ship you it. missed it or something. But, well, uh, you, know, you know me. I just I don't. I hate the. Uh, I hate when they require immediate payment, but they don't require yes. immediate shipping. I hear it. That's Pete. Um. I was going to ask you, we're almost done. We're so done. Hi, this is Aaron with Zolotech. I just want to let you know, you know, sorry for the abrupt ending, but we were just going on way too long. If you want to hear the rest, uh, just listen after the song, and we have an after show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Games this weekend. I have high school games this weekend. What does that have to do with uh, Zolotech? Uh, I like games. You like games. Yeah. Well, it's very, this is a very non-techy subject that we're rolling into. Here. Well, we we've discussed games in almost all our podcasts. Sure, so. but not you know what games I'm going to buy this weekend and go home and play. Nothing interesting. Nobody wants to know about. Oh, that. they do. No, I'm just going to I'm going to go buy because they want to know if you're a uh, if you play old games. If I'm a gay gamer. Gay? No, I don't think you are. Okay. Well, um, I, you could not be. That there's anything wrong with. Sure. Um, I'm going to buy Mass Effect. I'm a happy gamer. You are happy, yes. I don't um, uh, I'm going to buy Mass Effect. Cause, okay. uh, I thought you already uh, played through that. I did. You but, just liked but, it that much. But not in HD. Uh, no, you know, when I played through Mass Effect, I, uh, I was in between uh, HD televisions, and I played it on a 27-inch... Uh, uh, Let me just make something clear. Oh, God. <laughs> Ellen... Uh, likes to buy a lot of different gadgets and sell them and then buy them again. Oh, well, no, I don't buy them again. Or buy different, different versions, yeah. which 
if you make money, it's okay. Or if you don't lose of, any. I get a lot of gear. I try. Yeah. And if I and if I'm not crazy, if I see something better come along, I'm not the type of person who who collects. I right. I sell and I move on. So yes, I've I get attached. Many a I sleep with my I Xbox. Really get attached to I mean, technology. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I do for some reason. I feel a vintage attachment to my old console. Oh, which reminds me, uh, one thing we forgot to talk about was uh, the new Vizio uh, LCD TV. Yeah. Which uh, I will be purchasing. Do you think time. so? Well, I'm definitely getting one. My okay. wife already signed off on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got the approval of the wife. Well, because I, uh, I showed her that photo from the web with, oh. the, uh, with the brown Or they look uh, nice, frame. yeah. Yes, they she, look really nice. She saw it and I said, now imagine that in your living room. Oh. Okay. And the Olivia, uh, they're kind of gone away, huh? They filed bankruptcy, I heard. Really? Uh, yeah. Because that was kind of their competitor for the low-end stuff. But I don't really consider Vizio's newer stuff low-end. It's not really. I mean, I, I, I have a Vizio now, and uh, I yeah. love my Vizio. Yeah, I think they do. They uh, have a great picture. It's poop yourself. It's poop yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you're a bad influence on me. Well, you know. Um, so... The the reason we were mentioning those sets is they uh, they have the, there's some new ones that have built in uh, 802.11n Wi-Fi. Yes, with widgets. With a lot of widgets uh, from YouTube, Netflix, uh, uh, Facebook. Yeah, um, Taco Bell. I think. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> um, Can't order I Taco think Bell there's uh, what else is it? Pa uh, Pandora. I think the music streaming music. Yeah. A lot of different different really. Uh, Interesting yeah, Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, yeah Rhapsody. Yeah. So if you have a Rhapsody account. So, you know, I think you're going to see a lot more of that. And, uh, and, and they're talking about integrated web browsers. Yeah, which which makes well, sense. Which would be... If you can do Netflix, why not? Cool. Yes. And the remote to them has a QWERTY keyboard. And a QWERTY built keyboard, in. For, we assume, for, you know, text entry. Sure. Uh, and, and maybe something else. Yahoo. Yeah. Oh, Yahoo was actually mentioned. As a yes, they were. Yeah, it was mentioned as a widget. So that should be interesting if it works well. Yes. The problem is is the interface. So if the interface is great, then uh, yeah, that's it for it television. Yeah, that's, that's and no video games for you. And no video games. Yeah, I don't have any. I just finished Prince of Persia, uh, the new one. I like it. Oh, it sorry, sorry. I, although the ending kind of annoyed me. Well, don't don't spoil it. I may play through. Oh, really? I may play through four. It's not four. Oh, that's what they say when play through is like never mind. Forget it. <laughs> Are you talking about golf? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, bad jokes. Yeah, I just have an, an I'm anti sports. I, I just don't know why. I'll play them. I don't want to watch them. Okay. Um, that's what happens uh, when you only have half a life left. Yes. <laughs> I suppose. Um, the uh, let's see anything else. I was trying to think. I just got a uh, there was a game I was looking at, but I can't think of what it is. But there isn't anything interesting coming out anyway. We're gonna edit this off, right? Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> this is the this is the after show. What's exciting? Okay, well, I, you know, I'm gonna go home in a little bit, and I'm gonna play some. Uh, it's three thirty in the morning. I'm gonna play some horde. Right, some horde. Some horde on uh, Gears of War. Gears of War two. Two. Gears. How about? Uh, Gears. Gears? Gears. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not big on that. Yeah. I, I Halo Wars is coming out. Does that interest you? You know, no, I, you know I'm not the big RTS guy. I like I like the Command & Conquer stuff. Uh, Red Alert 3, 
I almost bought it today. I forgot to buy it, actually, and it's off sale now. It was $30. You know, more than anything else, it's not so much that I, I don't like. Uh, I don't enjoy playing an RTS game. I mean, I, I've, I've sampled a few, you know, that I really like. It, it's just that I don't have enough time in my life to devote to a new genre. I really don't. I just uh, Those games take forever. Yeah, that's it. Just it is that, you know, I got... I got the sports genre that I have to worry about, and I got the RPG genre, and then you got the action genre, and then you got the first-person shooter genre. I just don't have time in my. There's no room in my life for a new genre right now. Yeah, I, I'm I not looking for a new genre. I kind of stick with the. I stick with the first-person shooter, action adventure, and racing. That's kind of my genre. Yeah, I just I didn't even mention racing. Yeah, right. I I stick with. I got sick of Forza. It just got old. I got the racing wheel. And blah, blah. Yeah, blah. This is the blah, after blah. show. Is this the after yeah, show? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just so you know, if you're. If you, if you, we can be candid in the after you should, show. <laughs> you should edit in <laughs> at some point in time a little disclaimer. Warning. Uh, uh, maybe. If you listen on from this point, you will be bored to tears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're going to put this after the end music like all the other people okay, did. There you yeah. go. I thought we were going to do. Um, well, we don't have enough shows under our belt yet to uh, to do that, but we really need to do some outtakes, some audio outtakes. Yeah. And at the end of each show, kind of like a, like a Jackie Chan movie. For those yeah. of you that have seen Jackie Chan movies, they always have the, the Alan outtakes. wishes he was Japanese. So yeah. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really? Think so. You're slowly growing Japanese? I think my, my gonads are shrinking. Oh, stop. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I said it was somebody Japanese. Yeah. Listen to this. And I am very sorry. That wasn't funny. I actually have small gonads myself, so it's all good. <laughs> See, now you're going to really make me edit. I this. try to force you to edit because it out. this is supposed to be clean. <laughs> that was pretty clean. I mean, I, I am. They are. An I am using a clinical term. That's true. You're using That's the anatomical term. term. I guess it can be clean. Yeah, I could have called them my family jewels or. Uh... Those, those are stop. <laughs> those are acceptable. Anyway, <clears throat> the. Um, I finished Prince of Persia. What's next? I don't know. I'm Prince, of Persia. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. It's it's good. Uh, yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> I love it many many times. The art style is phenomenal. Yes. I played it on my PS3, yeah, yeah. and uh, I get lots of trophies. Yeah. I'll be inferior. Piece of shit. Uh, somewhat. It stuttered a little bit towards the end. It actually locked up once. Hard freeze. First time my PS3's Sorry, ever done that. Sorry, Sony fans. I didn't mean it. It's inferior in, in the bandwidth. It's an player. awesome Blu-ray player. It is it's fantastic. But the uh, the uh, the band the amount of memory they put in it is way too little. If they had upped it to the five twelve for uh, everything, it would have worked well, better. Know, but anyway, paper, look at the hardware. Well, Microsoft right was going to do the same thing. You know, yeah, it they was were. at the urging of uh, Epic Games, was it not? Yeah, um, gave them the go ahead. Yeah. They they say Epic Games cost them a billion dollars because they had to up the RAM two hundred fifty six megs. Make it all back in, in between right. Gears of War one and Gears of War seven. They'll make it all back. Sure, they've already made it back. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, it, it locked uh, first time this has ever happened. Hard freeze, right in the middle of a battle. I had them almost beat one of these bosses. Almost beat hard freeze. I was not very happy. So Were you, did you save? Was your save right I saved boss? before the boss, yes. Uh, it wasn't a horribly difficult boss, but it was a very long fight. Because towards the end of the game, you get different bosses, and you'll get them down to a certain point uh, as far as how much life they have left. Then you jump, uh, then they go away, and then you have to get through another part. 
Once you're there, you fight them again, and then you right. fight them a third time, well, all within a period of 15 minutes. And I was on the third time. Uh, I was on the third time of almost killing the boss, and that was then it locked. And uh, when I reload it, ever since it was it stuttered at those points. I don't know. Yeah, that is a um, never had wanna, never had that. Yeah, I don't like that. Many games do that now. That's a that's a stuttering. No, no, no. The model of fighting, refighting a boss over and over again. Well, you'll you'll fight the boss, yeah, and you get the boss down to a certain you know energy level, and then you know it'll it'll cut to like a um, you know like a like a cutscene or um, you know like yeah. you know like a video that'll play. Well, now it's all in game. Anyway, I don't mind. That's the first you know, time I've experienced. But that. Um, you know it'll it'll you know the boss will say ha 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 I'll be back blah 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 and then he'll jump off the screen and then you meet him again later. Yeah, and it, it dawned on me. They're totally cheesing us because it used to be, you know, they game developers had some creativity yeah. and some talent, and they could design, you know, fifty different bosses in the game. But now it's like you'll get four bosses that are reused, you know. Well, a, yeah, this I, I think I fought the same enemy in that game four times. One, uh, the uh, what's it, the warrior? Spell he's called the warrior. The warrior. It, it, it all goes with the story, and it goes well. It's just I fought that same boss four and times. And while we're wasting people's time. Well, they don't have to Whatever listen to happened this. to the great... Do you remember the days of the, the, the great game ending? Remember the days when you played through a game and you looked forward to the ending because the ending would be like five minutes long? Oh, this was. This and, had a good ending. It, would, it just know, was a frustrating it was ending. So, it was so satisfying. It, this, uh, satisfying. This ending was to be continued. Oh, yeah, that's very satisfying. Well, it is... Be, it is Well... That game was satisfying and the to be continued in a very they different need to way. They learn from cinema. Best ending. Most movies, not all. Most movies that that have that spawn sequels, they're closed ended because the sequel is not planned. Because a lot of movies, you know, don't generate a sequel until you know the, you know, the studios see that the movie made money. Then they say, "Oh, look, this made money. We'll do a sequel." That's not true with all well, movies, but. Most movie sequels are, are only spawned because the first one did well and they, they want Most to memorable out. ending for me? So why not with game? Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. Half hour. Wow. 45 minutes. Yeah. You cried? I did. No. <laughs> uh, no, it just was really good. It was the end of Solid Snake. So it was... So... No. As far as him being a... A main character. Oh yeah, because you know, as realistic as those scenarios are, he could never come back. Uh, they don't do it that way. If you've ever played a Metal Gear game, which well, obviously dead, you have. Yeah, but the main character. Uh, no, but he's aged to the point. That, oh, the maker Hideo Kojima. Do you think that it'll be? Said like, do you think they'll they'll, they'll, they'll like reveal that. like that Solid Snake had a, a son that he never knew about it, and then he'll be the main character of the next game, and his name will be Solid. <laughs> that's really bad <laughs> um, I wouldn't doubt them going a direction like that that's for sure because you know he's his son he's little yes he's I get junior, the point yeah. yeah I know what you're saying okay. um, Whatever. I, I would say oh I don't know the solid solid snake thing is is past they're, they're basically saying they're or, going to a game what about what about you know they have liquid snake yes and they have solid snake well, they if, have solid as snake. What if they really? Also, what if they were? Re, they really got together one stormy night and created a love child called Plasma Snake. Would you stop? 
anything's possible in that game. <laughs> no. no it's not. Um, there's actually four iterate, four or five iterate. They're cutting iterations. this out, right? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, no, I, if you've ever played those, they're really good. They, that last ending is good. I think I'm turning Japanese on you, so But the, uh, when you play Metal Gear 4, you, you see the end story, and then the maker of the game has said that there'll be another game in that same universe, but not necessarily with Zelda's game. Coming for iPhone. Yeah, coming yes. for iPhone soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so who knows what that's going, but, um. I'd like to see what he can do with the iPhone. His games are like playing a movie, so that's why I like that. You actually, you play, you sit back, you watch a movie, you play again. And that's how those games are. And those bosses, you fight once and they're gone, and then there's a new boss. So that you'd like that, maybe. Give give the mad props for that one. That game must have taken, well, it did. It took years and years to make if you play it. It's, uh, if you, <laughs> this is the funny thing, is if you watch all the cutscenes, it's 20 hours. If you play just the game and cut and skip all of them, it's six hours. All right. Very nice. Six, seven right. hours. Yeah. You, uh, little no, I, I enjoy it. With your twisted vision. It's not twisted. I'm it's, just... it's conspiratorial. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's. I never got into that. I think you'd enjoy it. You're big into conspiracy theories. I've tried multiple versions. I just, I can't get into them. You've tried the PS1 version. No, I've tried. I I never could either until I I started playing. I tried the uh, PS2. I tried the Xbox version, the remake. That That one's good. I played that. That was my first one. Oh, I had the the card game for the PSP, remember? That's not really the same. (laughs) I just, I couldn't, I can't get into the universe. It's the the storyline. The storyline's good. I'll explain later. Why? You know what? You know what the problem is. Is God, by the time I actually got into or got around to trying one, you know, it was already into the next generation. And then you, you want to know, well, you know, who are these characters? Where do they come from? To go back and get, you know, the storyline, you got to go back and play the earlier games on the previous generation's sort console, of. and you got to put up with the freaking graphics. Right, wait a minute. Before we eyes bleed. Before we continue this. We'll see you next time.